What's up, everybody? You're listening to KRUI 89.7. This is Local Tunes. I'm your host, Max Lipnick. Tonight in the studio, we have members of Zool. What's up? We've got Ian, JL, and Denny. Thanks for coming in, you guys. How are you doing tonight? Thumbs up. Danny. Right. Yeah. Uh, so you got a new uh, EP coming out? Yep. Uh, it's released tonight. Mm-hmm. The first EP was called Zool. And the second album was called Zool 2. So mm-hmm. is this album called Zool 3? Nope, it's Zool. Zool? Yep. All right. Yep. I like it. So oh, you're reverting, also. going back. So you have, what, do you have two albums called Zool? We have, well, there's the first album, and then there's the EP, and then the second album, that's Zool 2. And this will be the second EP, which is, uh, will be Zool. Yeah. Do you um, feel like there's not really a reason to name an album? Uh, you can be creative with it. Like, yeah. Look at the artwork and come up, you know, like... It, it, it seems more like you have the artwork itself, so why you know you can name it? I don't know. It's it's it kind of feels forced uh, that you have to come up with yeah. a a title for yeah. a song or for for the album. Yeah, like even for titles, I would literally just call everything one A, two B, three C, but uh-huh. you know, they won't let me. Or every track Zool. Yeah, right. Like everything's the same thing, but. We came up with a couple of these song names on this EP uh, a couple days ago. Yeah. And it's been finished for a while. Yeah. yeah. So do the, the titles not necessarily come from the lyrics? Uh, on this EP, it was cowboy-themed. Yep. Cowboy-themed, just in title, not Just all the titles are cowboy-themed. The, okay. the songs are not cowboy-themed at all, but the title tra- the track list is. And is that just an arbitrary decision? For funsies, yeah. 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 Very Two cool. themes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Song title and uh, content. Yep. Yeah. Well, I have a a friend of mine gave me a poster that says there's more than being a cowboy than just wearing boots. And that just started the whole thing off. So everything's now cowboy. And also Red Dead, too. Like, that's side the point, but that game, amazing, dude. I haven't stopped playing it. Mm. Yeah, people love it. Yeah, it's it's great. But I think think you can be a cowboy probably without boots, you know, if you just, uh, if you Mm. live it. Not according to that poster. So, according to that poster, it takes more than just boots, yeah. right? Yeah. But boots are like the bare minimum. Is that is yeah. that yeah. what you yeah. posted? They're, they're, they are definitely required. You can have skate <laughs> shoes, but you gotta have spurs. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah. Uh, so is so the themes of the songs are they related at all or? Nah. No. And no. No cowboy ballads or no. No, this one, it's more of a, the way to listen to it, it it's one big track. Uh-huh. Um, since it's just the three of us this time around, we have a side project, Animander, which is kind of like soundscape, noise, ambient stuff. So we decided just to mix the two. Uh-huh. So it's one big track that has three separate songs in it, but it all blends in together. Yeah, I really like that that idea. Is that something that you were intentionally going for mm-hmm. with this record it was that based on any like records that you love that kind of have a similar uh people have been doing that shit forever yeah, yeah you know i mean like dark side of the moon yeah. comes to mind and, and there's yeah. there's one thing uh with the first album we didn't do really do a lot of post-production adding stuff like you know it was kind of just the songs we wrote and how we played them and then with the second album there was a little bit more of that where we added more samples and stuff in after we recorded the songs and with this it was kind of more of a step in that same direction where uh 
a large majority of what you're going to hear on this album is built around the three bare bones, just three bare bones songs, you know, and uh, the general uh, meat of the album is going to be like stuff we added in later. You know, we would just record the basic, you know, guitar, bass, drums for the song, and then we later would go back in and add organ or synthesizer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, uh, that was a lot of fun. Uh, there's just a lot more of that. That's kind of the direction we've been going, and we went a little further with it this time too. Definitely. How do how does the trio change things? Because in in the past you've had four. Yeah. Yeah. In it's the past, been... uh, Jail has been the lead guitar player, and this time he was the drummer. Mm-hmm. Oh wow. Okay. So yeah. is that has that changed uh, the dynamic, or is that for for the better? It's different. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's always it's always the whole point of it. The whole thing is to have fun, mm-hmm. and we're still doing that. But it is make do with what we can, yeah, and what yeah. we're capable of doing. Um, he yeah, can, he can do that. Mm-hmm. Doesn't like it. He doesn't well, like drumming it. and singing yeah. is that's a feat of its own. Oh yeah, that that yeah. is that's definitely tough. I always respect a lot of you know some of my favorites are like Levon Helm or yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, are you channeling that? Well, I, I I don't know. All I'm challenging. All I'm channeling is get through the fucking song. <laughs> and it's challenging too. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, great. Well, um, tonight, unfortunately, we can't listen to the EP in its entirety the way it's supposed to be listened to. But it, uh, it comes out tonight, and I definitely recommend that people do that. We're gonna hear a track off of it. Where where can people check this out? Um, um, it comes out. Is it is it already out as we it, speak? Yep. Right now, it is up in public and ready to go. Just go to iowacityzoolbandcamp.com. Great. Um, so we're going to listen to the first track. It's called There's More to Being a Cowboy Than Just Wearing Boots. All right. Well, I can't hit the flex. So... We're having some technical difficulties here, but it wouldn't be local tunes without a couple technical difficulties. Oh, so, so us is like breathing all weird and high fiving. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's not the worst of it. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's try a CD. Hello, my baby. Hello, my darling. Oh, oh, yes. good time. Yeah. yeah. So that was the new song. No. Boom. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs>
There's nothing that warrants rape. Just because she's drunk and can't answer, it's still rape. The Rape Victim Advocacy Program can help you if you've been raped with counseling, legal, and medical advocacy. Help is only a phone call away. The local rape crisis line is 319-335-6000. Or call the RVAP at 1-800-284-7821. Or go online at www.rvap.org. Help end sexual violence in Iowa City. You are listening to local tunes. We got Zool here in the studio. That was There's More to Be in a Cowboy Than Just Wearing Boots. Mm-hmm. Uh, so tell me a little bit about uh, the recording process for this new EP. Um, well, with all of them, we have Crystal Sherman, who, well, she keeps it, she keeps it in line for us. She's really helped. Yeah, she's a lot of help. And uh, sound extraordinaire. Yeah, the yeah. voice of that last PSA. Oh yeah, yeah. Was it really? Yeah. Oh yeah. wow, I had no idea. 
Um, and then uh, John Hanson, he helps master and kind of helps fine-tune a, a few things every once in a while. He's super it's, helpful. Yeah. yeah. Um, it comes down, like, recording process, it's all done just in my basement. Uh-huh. And use it more for uh, experimentation. Like, the reason there's sometimes there's an organ on this is I got a new organ. So it's, let's put the organ on it. Um, new tape machine. Let's put it on one-inch tape this time and stuff like that. And uh, those guys help out quite a bit and thankful quite a bit for it. Yeah. So but did was this recorded on tape or? This one wasn't. Uh, the EPs are normally done digitally, or the album, like Zool and Zool Tool Two, are on a uh, tape uh-huh. itself. The first one was done on a one fourth inch eight track. Second one, sixteen inch, sixteen track, uh, one inch tape machine. And is that just because albums fit better on tapes? And I I think so. Drums sound. I like the sound of drums on tape quite a bit. Um, the one-inch tape one. Yeah, it sounds... I, uh-huh. yeah, it and sounds then EPs kind of just don't take up two sides of a tape, so it's kind of... No, EPs It's EPs are normally most of the time just us... It's a little bit less uh, of an endeavor to do the EP. I mean, it's yeah. a little bit little bit less more of an experimentation sure, process. Sure. Yeah. Uh, Tape's expensive. And yeah. I mean, with yeah, albums, we like usually you, get them, like, pressed. And, you want to have it really well, because the more you overdub, the less mm-hmm. it's the, the quality goes down. Yep. Does that sound? Yeah, is that right? Yeah. yeah. So and, I mean, when yeah, you're on digital, you can do pressure, whatever you yeah, want. It's, yeah. it's crazy. Yeah. So doing this one in digital allowed you guys to add a lot more of those soundscapes. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, there yeah. were there were uh, certain songs that uh, had you know a tracking of thirty or you know, like thirty different, just thirty yeah. different little tiny tracks on it, and you can't really do that very well with tape. It started yeah. off like the first one was on tape, and I got to learn how to do tape. Second, the EP, learned how to use the digital interface and all that stuff. Next one was a one-inch tape. This one was, okay, let's see all the weird shit we can put into it and, you know, let's just go all the fuck out and add as much stuff as we can to it. Yeah, so is this is this EP kind of um, the end of that, uh, of your noise band and the introduction and the combination, or, or will that still exist? I mean, it's I guess it's something, something we really haven't thought about a lot either. Yeah. I mean, it's just like, you just wanted to incorporate. I mean, it, that. it just kind of felt natural to do it because uh, originally the Animander thing was just us three when our drummer couldn't make it, and then we lost the drummer, so it was just us three. So it felt kind of natural to do a little bit of both. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So, uh, would you say you guys are vibing better as a trio than when you had uh, four members? Just because I know the fourth member has always kind of been a floater whereas you guys have always been kind of the core uh n- not not necessarily true ian moved uh moved at one point so yeah, we were a trio, we're a trio without before. ian oh okay and that would have been the first ep yeah the first EP, yeah uh was without ian so okay. essentially every ep is when something goes awry yeah what keeps things interesting? Well, yeah. We still I mean, like we, to play anyway. Yeah. We, you know, we like. The, I mean, ultimately, uh, the we point have, of this is just yeah. to be able to do, yeah. have fun, and make music. Yeah. So, so we can't tell you what the next thing would be or anything like that because. Oh, dang it! That yeah, we don't, next really, we don't really think it through all that yeah. much. Uh, it's just whatever, the, whatever the hell comes out of whoever's down there at the moment. Yeah. yeah. And the idea behind a lot of it too is just to do challenge ourselves, do stuff we haven't done before. Mm-hmm. So it's it's kind of hard to know what we're gonna do because we have to figure it out a lot of the time and. It's a lot of fun to do. 
Totally. So how did Zool come together? Um, it was Ian and I were in a band. Ian left. Uh, Alex, he came. Alex was in our first drummer. And so we started it. Hit what up was Denny. the name of that group? Uh, the Savage Hacks. Savage Hacks, okay. And then hit up Denny. Wrote a bunch of songs. Denny, Alex, and I. And then Ian shows back up. That was the first record. And then we started on another one. Then I moved away again. Moved away again. And then I moved back again. And then that was the second album. And now we lost the drummer. And here we are now with the second EP. Yeah. So, yeah, it was was just, yeah. Someone said, oh, Denny will play. And it worked out. And I was a fa- I was a fan of theirs. And that's I played it. in bands around. You town. guys knew each other from other other groups. Uh, fucking barely. Yeah. 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 Okay. So it was just a purely musical relationship starting off. And uh, yeah, just, just for a short period of time, that's what it was. <laughs> and then, like, I got along with these fools super well. So yeah. Yep. So Ian, where were you coming and going? Uh, I was moving to and from St. Paul a couple times. St. Paul. Okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. You you a fan of? Uh, St. Paul. I, mean, I enjoyed it. Um, it's, I mean, it's nice to live in a, nice living in a bigger city with a lot more culture and stuff. But there's all. It's also got downsides. I mean, it's a big city and it's hard to a lot harder to get around. And, and it's cold. Yeah, it is. It's so uh, cold. It doesn't even get that much colder up there. It just gets way cold much earlier. Like, yeah, it, it gets pretty cold here, but <laughs> it gets it'll it'll get cold up there in like early October and like stay freezing until like late January. Yeah, harder to endure. Uh, so, tell me, you know. I like to have fun on the internet. It looks like you guys also like to have fun on the internet. Yes. One thing that I've run across is there is no blank. There is only Zool. Mm-hmm. Do you guys what care to comment? Where does that come from? Oh, that's from Ghostbusters. That's from Ghostbusters? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. The whole, like, Zool, all that. That's, oh, that's so all that's where you guys got your name from. Yeah. I, yeah. Uh, Zool was... was Created from Ghostbusters. Yeah. It wasn't from anything yeah, before else. that or anything. It was just uh, when oh, Alex was living in Colorado and he calls me up and he's like, if we do another band, we have to name it Zool. And it's like, okay. Oh, um, and that's the that fridge the yeah, fridge thing. The fridge. Yeah. Uh, have you seen Ghostbusters? I have, but when I was really young, I need to, it sounds like yeah. I need to revisit yes. so I can get these references. Yep. Jail's an official Ghostbuster, by the way. This is a good one. We played a show. In Ottumwa, Iowa, mm-hmm. and it was for like a, a B horror movie convention thing uh-huh. in this old hotel. And oh, perfect. That was uh, Natasha. This this mm-hmm. awesome awesome cat Natasha filled in for Alex for this thing, and I like did not know this person at all, and she had to ride with our crazy asses all the way. To a town one, like two hours from here, <laughs> to go to this thing way early, and we spent all day there. And there was a like a zombie costume walk thing, and there were these two Ghostbusters, like registered Ghostbusters, that had built their own proton packs mm-hmm. and all this stuff. Had the whole get up, and so we walked around the Tumwa, which is a strange town, with the, the, just a mob of these uh, well, horror movie people and like the convention was just like people selling VHSs or like trying to sell their uh, movies you know that they uh-huh. made uh, like fan 
art and things yeah, like that. Yeah, and we got to play in a ballroom. Yeah, that was crazy. That was cool. It was uh, yeah. It, wow. Uh, so how did you guys get booked for that? A uh, good friend, uh, Jason Bollinger. He runs. Okay. It's Halloween Palooza down in the Tumwa. Uh, does it every year. Also does prescribed films down there as well. Another horror kind of thing. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, he just asked, and we went down. It was pretty sweet. It was a cool, cool event. If anyone's yeah. down there, just keep an eye out for it. If yeah. you like horror movies, at least go check it out. It's uh-huh. really cool. Yeah, that sounds like a cool part of a tumble. But just hey, like watching him, yeah. watching Jo hang out with these Ghostbusters, and like he's freaking out on them. Mm-hmm. Just you're freaking, you're yeah. freaking them out. Yeah. They think that you're a Ghostbuster. They loved freak. it. They yeah. loved it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's just a fan thing. Yeah. 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 So, uh, so you're obviously a big fan of Ghostbusters. Did you guys see the new Ghostbusters? No, I haven't. I have not. Mm-mm. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think? <laughs> No, it's I'm too I'm too far into it to. It's fan yeah, of the originals. Not, yeah, you I'm like not, Ghostbusters I'm, too, though. You do that. Oh yeah. Well, see, that's what yeah. I that's that's mine. If you ever look at the car, the phone number on it's JL five. Oh wow. Two o two. So, so were you like, named mm, after the Ghostbusters? No, no. But that's <laughs> that's kind of I've I've always had that to my little Ghostbusters. As bad as a movie as it is, that's. It's not even that bad. No, it's good. I'm not going on a rant on this. this <laughs> I will be here all night. Yeah. Let's let's move on from this because. Well, my one of my was growing I've up. I've probably but... forgotten more about Ghostbusters than a good majority of the people even know about it. <laughs> I spend way too much fucking time. Yeah, well, my, my mom, uh, she has all these old toys, and some of the toys that she has are these Ghostbusters action figures. Mm-hmm. She's got a lot of them still in the in the package, mm-hmm. but uh, I think when I was a kid, she had the car. In, a, in the package, and I took it out oh, because nice. I wanted to play with it. So yeah. she she was pissed, but you know, like you got to play with that car. Things sick. I will give that for the new movie that a bunch of cool new merch kind of came out. Uh-huh. I got the, like the Hot Wheel cars, and I got those put up. Yeah, yeah, sweet. that's fun. Yeah, that, that was a, that was a cool thing. But but yeah, these remakes they're they're a problem. I think in general, but you don't have to go there. No. Uh, so what were you guys listening to uh, when you were growing up? What was playing in the house? Uh, I grew up, I li- my dad listened to a lot of stuff like Kraftwerk and a lot of oh, funk cool. like James Brown and stuff like that. Oh, wow. Uh, so big variety a, a of stuff. funky so it's a Yeah, I mean, it's a big variety of stuff. stuff I mean, that kind of influenced how I, I mean, I listened to a lot of different kinds of things. and uh, I kind of tried to rebel and was like, I'm going to listen to punk music. And he's like, I got you beat, man. I'm sorry. <laughs> I beat you to it. I, I don't know what to tell you. If you want to listen to something terrible that I don't like, go li- listen to Limp Biscuit. So that's what I did. Yeah. You had to rebel somehow. So when you listen to Limp Biscuit, do you still find things that you like about it in the music? Or I can't even you... tell. I enjoy it, but I can't even tell if I enjoy it ironically or unironically. I have yeah. no idea. Yeah. I listen to a lot of Blink-182 in like sixth and seventh grade, you know, and like... Now I looking back, I'm like, man, why did I like that shit? Yeah, but it's I, like I know I it's not place good, in my heart but I, I can still enjoy it. Yeah. JL, I don't know. I watched Kid Rock's 1999 intro to 1999 Woodstock intro. The first like three minutes is the most ridiculous shit of all time. And once he jumps into the song, it's like, oh, okay, got it. But it's I was just watching it, and it's like, oh, I'm not sure if I'm really liking this. Just because how ridiculous this is and how insane this whole kind of time period was. Like, okay, I've, like, 1999, 
Woodstock, you have a fucking riot because you have all these heavy bands at this peace love Limp thing. Limp Biscuit. Yeah, and the fact that yeah, the fact that <laughs> Limp Biscuit started a fucking riot is insane. It's like where the hell was where were, it's, wasn't yeah. it like a murder or probably People died. Yeah, yeah. yeah. no, a, a trampling. Yeah, there's tramplings. Yeah. Maybe some some other naughty stuff that should not have probably happened. Yeah, but I, I don't know if it's like. You know, gunshots and stabbings at the Woodstock, but mm-hmm. well, there are like millions and millions of people there. Mm-hmm. But that's like the peak of like that new. And they were all thirsty too. I think. I yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's just a train wreck. <laughs> it's a fucking train wreck. Uh, what was Kid Rock saying? Because now he does. I, I saw something recently where he was, uh, you know, like he was making like a presidential stump at the beginning of his concerts. Ah, uh, that makes money, right? That's, that's, I think it, well, it's an act. Obviously, he's been doing it for a long time. Yeah. He's been doing these, like, I don't know. Crazy that, that 99 Woodstock, if you want to see the peak of tr- just new metal garbage. Trash. Yeah, that's that's where it's at, right then <laughs> and there. My favorite is, like, one of the documentaries. They just keep blaming Limp Biscuit. It's like, everything is fine until Limp went on. It's like, well, of course. Like, anytime it goes on. Yeah, that's what you get. But... Yeah, it was. It's it's pretty interesting. Uh, but that kid rock one, he walks out in that pimp, big white fur pimp with a cane and everything. It's like, what the hell is going on? You can't be it's like, that. dude. You're yeah. from you're from a suburb of Detroit. Come on. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah but, what a weird hybrid of yeah. It just yeah. cultures he's uh, absorbed. I, I will say the drummer though for Kid Rock, like watching her. She was fucking killing it. Like I don't, I don't know her name. I'm, What's the name what, of that? What, what was the G's with the forties and the chicks with beepers? Yeah, was that the, <laughs> yeah, that the that's, yeah. line from that? I didn't. I, maybe I got them switched, but the, <laughs> uh, yeah. I don't know if I've ever owned a beeper. No, I remember. I remember beepers, but I don't. Do you guys have pagers? Mm-mm. No, is that the same thing? Beeper and a pager? Yeah, so. yeah. yeah. I only know that from, you know, pop culture. I didn't mm-hmm. ever have one of those. I only have the uh, the interwebs. Yeah. Yeah. What is that? Yeah, I well, for my YouTubes and my uh, other, you know, fun things. That's but. all you really need, though, is YouTube. I say stay off any other things and just, you know, with those with YouTube rabbit holes that you can go down. That's like some of the most fun nights that... It, Right. It is. It's kind of a crazy difference. I mean, I remember when I was a kid, like trying to listen to music, I would have to actively search out an album, like make an like an actual concerted effort to go out and physically get something, or like get on Napster, go to spend four hours downloading it. Like, Mm -hmm. but now I can just get on YouTube and, or I mean, there are all kinds of platforms, but YouTube's pretty easy to find most things on. Yeah. Yeah. Works for a dumb dumb like me. So, skate videos is how how. Learned a lot from those, it's like, because every part had a different song, and it might be hip hop, it might be punk or indie or whatever, anything. anything. Yeah, yeah. It's, I always say like the Tony Hawk soundtrack really shaped my oh, musical yeah. listening. Primus on there, and, you know, and just, about it. then Jurassic Five, and yeah. like uh, you know, was Del the Rage Funky G- Homo Sapien. Yeah, was Rage Against the Machine on? I'm sure they're on, on on it somewhere. Yeah, what the fuck happened to Tony Hawk's games? Just went downhill after two. Yeah. Yeah, they well, got pretty terrible. Yeah. 
Yeah, I I uh, I like the underground game. I don't know if you ever. Played I liked that, that one too. I but. think that was like the last one I actually made an effort to play. But then once it's like Kiss is in the game, that might be like the death of of Tony Hawk right there. Once Kiss makes an appearance, yeah, in Tony Hawk Underground. That's the death of anything. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well uh, let's let's listen to another track. Uh, we're gonna listen to track three: blowing kisses, making wishes. Fucking blink One hand 
You're listening to Local Tunes. I'm your host, Max Lipnick. We have Zool in. We have Ian, JL, and Denny. Um, so, let's see here. Denny, you had a birthday party recently. Hell yeah. yeah. I, I wasn't able to make it because I had to work, but uh, you, you had Sloppy Joe's there. I saw. That's what right. What made you want to have a Sloppy Joe birthday party? This is three years in a row. The, three years ago, it was a Zool, a Zool show. And we rented a pizza warmer, like you you go to Casey's and open other, you know, and there's pizza in there. Yeah, we, we did that, and we did that multiple times for other shit. But it it's so fun and cool. But People get really super, excited when there's free pizza. Yeah, but the, honestly, the pizza was incredibly expensive. So then yeah. we switched. Uh, last year, I did a chili dog party. And yeah, it's a little cheaper, and then yeah, and just I, you know, try to provide for everybody. You know, the Hobbit birthday party. You know, you throw a party and give gifts and stuff. Yeah, make sure that you're everyone else is fed before you are. Yeah, that kind of thing. Yeah, and I, I don't think I had a sloppy Joe this year until like I had some leftovers at home. <laughs> no, it was, it was good. Yeah. Play music with my friends and people come out and enjoy it or don't, you know. Yeah. Like I said, uh, I usually hold it at a bar. So. Yeah. Has it always been at Gabe's? Yeah. 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 Cool. So uh, now that we're talking about food, what do you guys like to eat on the road? Probably pizza, right? Casey's Pizza. That's we eat a lot of thing, right? It doesn't Casey's doesn't span too far. Well, I heard that like Midwest even thing, just right? like hot pizza at a gas station, like that's an Iowa thing or like a they've Midwest got, thing. They've got it like some Seven Elevens, but that's the only other yeah. outside of the Midwest. That's the only place I've right. seen it. Whereas it you, like fifty fifty, like you flip a coin, that gas station in Iowa is maybe gonna have pizza. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I mean. Mini tacos. Yeah, JL does okay, love the mini tacos. Yeah, mini tacos? Well, yeah. What is is that like in the refrigerator? It's, no, or? it's literally just a tortilla with taco Just a in. tiny taco. Yeah, the BP down by uh, Sycamore <laughs> Mall. It's the only place in town that has them. I'll clean that shit up yeah. every time. We make a lot of Popeye's stops, too. Yeah, Popeye's. Uh, Popeye's is legit. Mm-hmm. I like it. But two years ago, they got built, built, uh, bought out by Burger King, and it's not quite as good. Just, yeah. just saying. Oh, yeah, really? Burger King is fucking trash. Like I had Burger King like two hours ago. It's not. It's it's just, that's what it is. It's a, yeah. I don't. I'm kind of turned off by the fake grill marks on the yeah. burger. You know, it's like that's yeah. highly suspect. I heard that like, the. I've never worked there, so this is this is secret information I've heard from the people working behind the grill. Is that the way they get away with the flame grill thing? Is that it just goes on a conveyor and the grease just hits it and a little flame pops up. And that's that's it. It's enough for me. You're just burning <laughs> grease. <laughs> Wendy's is the best though. Like you can't. I agree. That's the spicy chicken sandwich. Mm-hmm. It's like my favorite all time. I grew up half a block from a Hardee's. Yeah. Frisco. Oh. Yeah. Frisco all day. Mm-hmm. I got the last of the old Monster Burgers before they went Angus. Mm-hmm. You know. I got the last of one. Came home from a party. 
went through the drive-thru, and I lived so close that my mom could hear my voice from the, from there and knew I, it was me. And I, so I ate the last of the old Monster Burgers, and then the next day went to get another one, and it was unavailable. It's this mm. new Angus beef, all new Angus oh, no. pizza. Oh yeah, the, it's a, the burgers like dripping on the girl in the bikini and the and the. Well, no, it, 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 it grew in size and in price, and it was uh, it didn't jive with me. No, and and you know like Angus is like the most common beef that there is. Oh, yeah. It just sounds fancy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's messed up. But uh, I'm gonna have to try these mini tacos. Yeah, dude, mini tacos where it's at. Yeah, well, when you're on the road, I mean. I don't know. I try to like eat healthy at home, but like when you're on the road, there's just no option. You kind of just you go do a crazy. Lot of chips or like yeah, Doritos and Arby's. I'm a sun chip guy myself. Sun chips? Oh, yeah. there you go. That's a, yeah. Is that a healthier option, or uh, does it just seem okay. it's not it's, that much? Yeah, healthier. I, I at least <laughs> trick myself into thinking like, yeah, when you when you survive on RC cola and sun chips, <laughs> club crackers, and, and call that healthy, it's like uh, okay, man, you're delusional. I personally have a hard time like sleeping when I'm on the road. Like I can't just like sleep anywhere, and so a lot of times when everybody's eating, I'll just be sleeping. So I carry around like a, a bag full of like Spaghettios cans, and I'll just like roll over and just chug one, and then oh yeah, throw it out, throw it out the out. window, and go back to sleep. <laughs> Raviolis, yeah, that's the way to go. That's how you can really save some money because just eating all that fast food all the time gets pretty yeah. expensive. Snacking, yeah. So. uh you guys have quite a few followers, and I think some of you maybe are uh, Gupta. Okay, what is this? Uh, that, is that from Ghostbusters too? No, that is a um, <laughs> just a pseudonym a couple of us use on Facebook. Uh, there are. It's not just us. Uh, yeah. Technically, I'm the only one right now. I'm Ian, uh, mm-hmm. but there are a couple other people who are not in this band that also go by the. That last name too, and um, it's just to have fun on the internet. Yeah, it's just to have fun. I mean, Any more details, and we'll have to kill you. Yeah, I, yeah, you can you can plead the fifth on this one if you want to. It's not particularly secretive. I mean, it's not like something any of us try to hide. But does the sixth or fourth apply to pleading? Then the you fifth? have to tell the me. Fifth. I think the fourth is a, an admission. Mm-hmm. But it's all based on the first, right? Well, it's that, all based on the first. Is that the gun one or the talking one? Talking one's first, gun one's second. Okay. Yeah. It's all in the first one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, oh, the there was a, a, a kind of a clip from the news in that first track about global warming. Are you guys horrified of, do you think global warming is going to kill us one day? I found that attractive because the doctor was Dr. Gupta. Oh, that's the only reason that was in there. It's all circling back. (laughs) And there are uh, there is an actual famous doctor. I can't remember his first name, but he's an actual doctor Gupta, and he's like a a famous, a world famous like climate scientist. Yeah, because I'll see you guys, and then I'll be like listening to NPR, and they'll be like, "All right, we're going to talk to Doctor Gupta." Yes, that guy. I I I mean, I I, they're not related like at all, but uh, I heard that one day, and I was like, "Oh my gosh." So a lot of a lot of your fans too pass around a a, a meme that says, "Do you listen to Zool?" Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's got sort of a fresh-faced gentleman on it. Who is, who is that guy? 
That is uh, our first drummer, Alex. That is just his dad, and that was a uh, that was a he is uh, does like radio stuff. He's like runs runs certain radio stations and stuff before, and uh, that was like a like a headshot for him. And we enjoyed it. I, it's just we got a bunch of stickers of it if you yeah. want them. Yeah, I th- the, is, have the, you seen? Has he seen them? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, he's yeah, yeah. upset. Yeah, he's yeah. upset. We he didn't. Got, we didn't really ask him. Was first. he seriously upset? Uh, well, when you depends on where you see the sticker. Yeah, that he would get upset about it. Uh-huh. But like, yeah, we had a thing about putting him in. Well, he's a little bummed. Yeah, he, he was bummed for sure. <laughs> well, I'm sure no one's like. Has but anyone you, come up to him and be like, "Hey, I saw you on Zool's"? I'm sure those two worlds probably don't collide. Nah. His radio world and it the should. world of Zool. It should. <laughs> <laughs> Is it like top forty? Who us? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I think yeah. yeah. One day. Just one. <laughs> Just <laughs> one. One time. Thirty nine. One time, Zool was top forty. <laughs> top forty. <laughs> that's when we're forty one. That's when. That's when we'll do it. Top forty. I thought he was like a local politician or something like that. Could, could, he could be. That yeah. He's a well spoken man. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so, one of the Guptas, uh, Kula, he had some questions for you guys. He wanted to know uh, your best slash worst show moments. So, let's uh, start with the worst. Well, uh, there was a, this was a couple years ago, but I pooped my pants in the middle of a set. Oh, shit. There's not really much you can do about it. You can't just, like, stop and be like, <laughs> sorry, guys, I pooped. I got to stop the set. So, I just played a poopy set. You know, I, I was listening to an interview with Robert Rodriguez and uh, and Flea, it was on Marin's podcast, and and uh, they were talking about a bassist that that had diarrhea during a show, and he had to keep going. So what he did was he put uh, rubber bands around his pant legs. Oh so man, turds could not fall out. Poop balloon pants. Yeah, yeah. So you know, next time, bring some rubber bands. Yeah, that's a good idea. Diarrhea will easily soak through them. You know, just yeah. like maybe a dry turd. You know. Dehydrated might be okay, but yeah, you almost want that stuff falling diarrhea, out. That's a, no, that's just a mess, bud. Yeah, it's gonna soak through. Any of you guys got anything that's uh, quite that that awful? No, no, that was probably uh, awful for you guys too. I'm uh, sure. I, I don't even. No, I don't really remember that. It might have even been a savage hack set, but I just yeah. I'm trying to go. Um. Shoot, not really, man. We've played a bunch of bad sets. We've oh, played yeah. a bunch of Yeah, there's been a lot places. of sets we've played. Like, we get done just like, oh, we have to but leave. You know, <laughs> just, like, just like a weird hang or... Yeah, yeah there, well, shoot, uh, spot in Kansas City, you got to watch your van. Oh, yeah, we played at the Riot Room in Kansas City, and that's actually a fairly you know famous venue for, like, punk and stuff. But we parked in the back, and it's it was connected to a ballroom, that had a DJ, and the DJ comes out and he sees his part, and he's like, "You guys want to keep somebody out here at all times? Like, you keep your doors locked, you keep somebody out here watching. It doesn't matter." Mm-hmm. But you guys and, are all in the band, so yeah, just like we got, we can't like. But it's in an alleyway. Yeah, it was fairly tucked away. In Westport, like, you know. That was a that was a fun show. Um, it was kind of kind of a little bit wild for my taste but yeah Westport's pretty crazy a lot of fighting going on like that had nothing to do with us or yeah there was just like a fights on the sidewalk and yeah just random like homeless people fighting or like 
Well, that one, the two band members, that one, they got into a fight right out in the street. Yeah, yeah the, one of the bands we played with, the guys, one. two of the guys got in a fist fight. Oh, that's great. It was fun. Was it I mean, after their set or before? It was, it was well before their yeah. set because uh, they thought there was a band called Mountain Doom. And uh, they thought, thought they were going first. The whole yeah. yeah, they thought they were going first and proceeded to get like super drunk. And they're like, "We got to go last." Oh no! So they got drunker. And I, I thought they were all right. But see, the thing I wasn't used to was shows end around here midnight two o'clock. So a show ended, and then our show started and didn't get over until what four or five? Yeah. Wow. That sounds like fun. Really close so to it's like Bone Jugs and Harmony set, you know, until midnight, and then this wild punk show with this other area that had DJs and dancing and whatever. And did the crowd cha- change from Bone Jugs till the end of the night, or was it the same? It was all rowdy and weird because, like, if you want to go, I feel like it was kind of like a built-in D- crowd. Yeah, you want to go to the DJ party? You got to pay and walk through our show. Uh-huh. To go to this whole other area. There are a lot of hip hop fans just wandering through, like, what are these guys doing? Oh, I like that. That's a good model. They had to. They had to see, to see <laughs> us for a second <laughs> and shake their heads or whatever. Like, oh, no. Uh, so, let's see here. Um, we, so, what, what's like the writing process for, for songs, uh, especially like this new album? A lot of it, uh, like it's always been, we'll just come, one of us will come up with a riff and just kind of bring it to everybody and be like, hey, here's this. What do you guys want to do with it? Like, uh, this is like what I have. Is there anything you guys want to add to it? Like, what do you think of it? Could it be better? Could it be worse? Is there, and, and a lot of times we'll kind of go from there. Stuff gets scrapped. Yeah, yeah we have a lot of ideas that start and like get, get half fleshed out and we realize there's not much more we can do with it and it's not quite good enough to fully finish. So I can't away. remember it. The next practice, it wasn't. Yeah, that happens a lot too. It's nice to be able to. We're we're, a lot of times we're able to record our practices, which is helpful, but we don't always remember or care enough to do that. So sometimes it's hard to even just go back and listen Mm -hmm. to those things as well. Um, So it starts out with a riff, and then how does it expand from there? Just drive it into the ground until. Just keep playing the riff over. Yeah, I mean, we, we'll, we'll play it a bunch of times and, like, think about what kind of key it's in. If there's anything else, like, any other riffs we've got that are a similar key. And there's a lot of times where we'll take two ideas we've had and see if they work together. Usually they don't. but uh, Or we'll... Try to force it. Just kind of try to force something out of it, you know. And a lot of, a lot of times that's where it's, we come from. Instead of doing it, like, eight times or four times, let's try it, like, six or seven, you know? Uh-huh. Or five and do an don't awkward change. Yeah, and we had someone tell us we play in, uh, like, 6-8 a lot, which we had no idea. Uh, but that just kind of comes from, like, let's just do this this many times. That sounds right to me. Mm-hmm. Instead of actually writing, you know, Changing proper there sounds bars lame. and stuff. Let's do this and change it not and not go where we easily were going to go. Yeah. And go somewhere completely different. Uh-huh. And it's frustrating. Yeah. Because it doesn't make sense to me a lot of times. And we don't so always I'm, communicate all I'm that like, well. Jumping up and down, like, oh, I don't get it, you know. But I want to. Uh-huh. And always, so that's, that's frustrating. Like, I want to, and they have to kind of drive it in. And uh-huh. the recording helps because if we just jam something, and they remember it, and I don't. It's that happens you know, to me a lot too. A like week later, I'm like, uh, yeah, dude. Yeah, next week they'll be like, all right, we're gonna do this song. Like, I don't, I don't know what you guys are talking about. Seems like the frustration hits a point, and then it's boom. There's a song. 
Yeah. Like three guys, yeah. three guys, well, mainly two guys, me and Jay yell at each other. Ian sits and listens, mm-hmm. and then we figure it out or take a break and just watch the worst YouTube videos. Yeah. And, like, reset. Yeah. This, this, this new one was more frustrating than normal since I'm on drums instead of guitar. So it was a little... Yeah, that was kind of a more of a barrier than we're used to with that. So it was Ian and Denny writing most of the riffs for this. Yeah, and and when you would uh, jail, when you would write riffs before, would you kind of come up with the lyrics on the spot of, of writing those riffs, or did that does that always just, come last? It always comes with. Like uh-huh. sometimes a part will stay because there's a little vocal line here that I can do, and that just. So this was different then because they were coming up with the riffs, and then you would yeah. add the, the vocals later. Yeah. How do you think that changes things, or you know, like- only th- not much because I was still singing, doing the same thing, and the only difference was uh, singing itself. Since you know you're playing drums, I'm moving a lot more than just kind of playing guitar, where it made it a little bit choppier and the diff- You know, can't really go full out and try to do a fill at the same time. Uh-huh. You know, learn, keep the beat here. This is where the vocals will kind of go, so I have enough breath. Turn around and do a fill or something like that, but uh huh. So, oh, uh, you know, I, I so Denny just got a text that's saying that KRUI is dead air, but I think that it's still streaming on the website and we've recorded this, so oh, okay. it should be okay. okay. I think there's something wrong going out uh, in the airwaves, but okay, yeah, but, it says it's silent. On, yeah. On the radio, like. Yeah, and the and the radio wasn't working out there either. Uh, okay. But I, I think we're okay. I think we'll be yeah, okay, cool. and people will be able to listen to this later. Sorry, for, sorry to interrupt. I, I, I no. wasn't sure if she was kidding or. Uh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Crystal is a good sound person. She wants to make sure that everyone is hearing the thing that's going on. But. Uh, that's her keeping us in check. <laughs> I'm like, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so, it, how integral to your writing process is recording it and re-recording it on a regular basis? Is that a huge part? Hmm. Or it's, not? It's, it's not enormous. Bad. It's super helpful, but it's not like it's not. Yeah, it's really helpful to be able to go back and listen to it while you're not playing it, and uh, be able. To, it's easier to pick out what you do and don't like if you're not distracted by having to play it, you know. And yeah. uh, but other than that, it's not. I mean, it's not something we do all the time. Just kind of like an aid to speeding the process up a little bit. Like with this one, it came down like we didn't have anything with me on drums. So we jammed for what? It was an hour or something like that. Yeah. And it was like, that's kind of a cool thing. This is kind of a cool thing. This is kind of a cool thing. That's something we do too is if we have absolutely nothing to work with, we'll just jam and record it and pick out little little things that we liked and go back and see if we can figure out what we were doing. And uh-huh. And essentially, again, just beat it to the ground and, until, all right, we're fine with that and then practice the hell out of it and off you go yeah with it and then record it so with this batch of songs was it kind of did you come up with all of them and then you were like this is an album it just felt right well once we finished it up it was why the hell not like you know you spend all that time working on stuff why not Uh record it and put it out and you know the, I mean, we are lucky enough to be able to record stuff yeah. pretty much whenever we want. So uh, 
that is, it's nice to be able to have, have these songs where like we do them live a bunch of times and stuff, and to be able to have kind of like a final destination for them where they where they end up. The, the uh, booking ridiculous amounts of shows without having music to play. That's something we do. It's like we did with the last one. That's why JL kind of got into playing drums because like we had. We had a lot of shows in No Drummer, and uh, yeah. which was on us. We didn't. We yeah. booked these shows when like, we knew second, we'd, we don't even like, know how to play. You know? Yeah. <laughs> so like we booked these shows already hard. aware that we didn't have a drummer. So uh, we work best when we fuck ourselves over. Yeah, with like a with a with a <laughs> yeah, serious that, deadline. That pressure. Yeah, it's like we get texts at like any time of the night, like from jail, like mm-hmm. I got an idea, or like. Tomorrow at a weird time, come over here. You know, yeah. We only have the, you know. It's 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 good though. Yeah, get shit done. It's good to throw just like a, a cog in the machine yeah. sometimes, yeah. and you know, see what see what happens. It'll change everything, but uh, like you know, I had a band in here recently who two of their members quit like the day before they came and played live, and 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 I wouldn't have even know, known yeah. if they hadn't mentioned it. They, they sounded great. Um. All right. Well, should we l- listen to one more track mm-hmm. and get you guys out of here? We'll see if this thing was recorded or if we just did it for nothing. But yeah, I think it's recorded. Oh, Either I, way. No, I, I've been getting texts. Uh, Dan Miller was on the other day with just the comment, like, "It's like, are oh, are we even? Is there a problem?" I got a text <laughs> saying, "You know, it's dead." Oh. And I get a bunch more from people that are listening online. Oh, so they can yeah. hear it? Yeah. Oh, all right, cool. Yeah. All right. That that makes me feel better. Um, well, cool, guys. Thank you so much for stopping in. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, look forward to, to seeing you guys. Uh, check out the new album. The new EP is called Zool. Don't get it confused with the other two. It's got the uh, different style of artwork is the best way to Yeah, I love your guys' artwork, by the way. Who, who usually does that? Joe Haverman. Yeah. Yeah. He's done, uh, I mean, the, you can tell which ones he's done. Uh, yeah. They're very specific, you know, kind of art style. And which ones, Jail made in Photoshop. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A lot, of, a uh, lot of flyers and shirts and albums for Yeah, he's great. He does all kinds of local yeah. stuff for a lot of yeah. local bands. It's really nice and detailed and almost like Goya or yeah. real dark. Puts a, of, yeah. puts a lot of time into them. Oh, yeah. So it's, yeah, he's, he's the bomb. Yeah. Well, you guys got any shout outs? I did Dan Miller, man. He's yeah. a neighborhood boy. He's the ace. Yeah. Andre. Yeah. Zoe. Yeah, Zoe. Oh, she's probably the bed. JL's daughter. She's got a couple albums up on Bandcamp, and yeah. they are banging. Adam <laughs> Dasher. Yeah, my boy. Yeah. Yeah, and if you hear some awesome. Alex Watts. Yeah. Rick yeah. Watts. Lisa Watts. Is that who's on your, your sticker? That is the man on the sticker. Yeah. All right, well, if you hear some uh, rockin' music on Davenport Street, it'll probably be Zool. We're going to hear a track by them right now. This one's called Drinking Downstream from the Herd.
피부 아래의 집을 발견했다. 태양은 하나의 인에 개최됩니다. 말할 권리가 있다. 생각이 들었다 너무 좋은 것일 수도 있습니다 그래서 나는 침대를 만든다 야생에서 파리가 깨지어 보이는 곳 숨을 쉬다, 불공평하다, 버스를 타다, 